sniper price for Independence Day. I don't even have this pulled up. Let me go ahead and actually pull up my screen for you guys. This is an emergency live stream because exactly as we predicted in our short video that we posted yesterday, we are now testing the monthly open for Bitcoin above 20,000 US dollars snipers. This is a 4th of July bullish push to the upside. Not a surprise, though, for those that have been tuned into the snipers channel. We know why Bitcoin is testing the monthly open, getting above 20,000 right now, because the equity markets on Friday closed above their monthly open. And so the most likely scenario for Bitcoin during this three day weekend was to get above 20,000 US dollars. And we weren't expecting a break of this symmetrical triangle yesterday specifically because now we do not have ascending sell pressure anymore. We saw a stop to that. And so everything right now has been exactly as predicted. But for Independence Day, there are some things I want to talk about today. I'm going to let Josh also speak. We are still inside of our long position with an entry at 19,480. Actually, I got a better entry as Bitcoin came down at 19,233 on 10x leverage. I have a liquidation price of 17,543 right now. A couple of things I want to just mention and we'll get back into the charts and then we'll talk about Josh inside of his short position above the monthly open, which was a great idea, actually, because we did get rejected. And on leverage, you're already in profits just as much of a profit as I am in my long at 19,200. And that's the great thing about this market. You can make money on the way up and on the way down. But check this out, snipers. Bitcoin has successfully created bullish divergence on the daily time frame for the first time since breaking below 20,000 US dollars. Now, I'll be honest, this isn't confirmed because at any point this could actually change. It's very premature to call this a bullish divergence. But so far, it looks like a bullish divergence. And this is the first time since Bitcoin broke below 20,000 US dollars. But more importantly, Celsius continues to pay down their Bitcoin vault loan now with a liquidation price of eight thousand eight hundred and forty. They brought that down from twenty two thousand dollars of a liquidation price now down to eight thousand US dollars. Those are some very positive things to come into this Independence Day with. This is going to be a quick live stream. I see we've got Johnny and over 100 people tuned in right now. Thank you all for tuning in. Smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm if you support this content. So I'll quickly talk about what I'm expecting right now, and then I'll let Josh talk about what he's expecting. And right now we are inside of this symmetrical triangle. We got above the 2018 previous all time high at 19,798. If there's any significant level right now, that is a significant level. And the fact that Bitcoin broke above it, what we'd like to do right now is hold above it if we want to assume any further upside targets. So what we're waiting for is full four hour candles above that level, which we've yet to get. Notice how every wick so far has held on to that level, which means we haven't fully conquered ourselves above this level. So this is very important to keep in mind, because until we can get a full four hour candle wick and body above 19,798. That is not considered a confirmed snipers breakout. So we got the test of the monthly open. I'm sure this was a great place to take a short position. If that's what you're looking to do. And even if you were long down here, it wouldn't have been a bad idea to take a short position here because that's profits that were on the table. It was pretty clear that we were going to at least reject the monthly open as that is a very strong level that we actually rejected already in the past. And so we have to ask ourselves a question. Equity markets are closed today in observance of Independence Day. So they closed above the monthly open. I'll also say that 
the daily close for the S&P 500 above the monthly open was sort of bullish, not the most bullish. And so could we just make an assumption that Bitcoin at this point has fulfilled the move that it was trying to make this weekend? And now it's going to wait for the equity markets to make its next move. I think that's the most reasonable opinion. As long as we don't see a decoupling effect between Bitcoin against the S&P 500, I don't think there's a reason for Bitcoin to really make much more of a movement. And we talked about this yesterday. Bitcoin was most likely just going to come to the monthly open throughout this weekend. And at that point, when Tuesday comes, we have to observe the equity markets to see what the next move could be. And remember, the S&P 500 has been losing steam with this downtrend. Actually, we have bullish divergence with the MACD right now. And so let's see what happens as Tuesday opens up. I pretty much say that at this point, for long positions, it's not a good idea to be entertaining those, at least on high leverage, because of the fact that we already saw the move to the upside. The time to get in was down here for the test of the symmetrical triangle support. And at this point, uh, you know, I know, Josh, you took a short at this monthly open. Could you talk a little bit about that? And then I'll get into more of my thoughts. 100%. So, so yeah, let me go ahead and I, share my screen. And then I can have it. So, um, Perfect. By the way, how is everyone doing? Please leave a comment in the live chat if you enjoy this content. We got Swamp Gator on, Johnny on. So, so this is basically, I'll show you kind of what, what I think may possibly happen. Um, so, so the whole thing is, this is Bitcoin on the seven minute right now. And this right here is the one hour. And if I zoom out, you can kind of see things a little bit better. Um, this is the volume weighted average price, the, this moving average that you guys are seeing. So, so basically what I did is I took a short at the monthly open and my stop loss is right above, um, you know, this candle right here. So right above 20,000 is my stop loss. Uh, so it's a very, very tight stop loss. So even if this comes in back up and pumps and hits 20,000 again, and I get stopped out, I didn't really lose anything. And so, the whole thing is this, this red line going down here, as long as we can continuously respect this line, I don't care how much it pumps because there's always going to be many pumps. Um, there's always going to be many pumps, even in a downtrend. So as long as we don't, you know, basically if we go and we breach this red line, that's where I may consider selling my short position in profit and just taking, you know, a smaller profit than usual. But but for me, I just thought getting rejected. Now, obviously, I'm a Bitcoin bull, right? I very rarely short. Only when I see a good opportunity. Something Naeem and I always talk about is that, you know, we're having a cup of coffee below 20,000. So that's kind of bearish. We basically retested the 200-week moving average, which, you know, uh, as resistance. So that's very bearish. Um, not only that, but also at the same time, you know, we retested 20,000 and immediately got turned back around. You can see by this wick right here. And we're just struggling in the short term. Now, I was in a long position. I had a very similar entry to Naeem. We were in a long position. And once we had this pump, we closed our long position, saw that we were getting rejected, and then decided to open up a short at the monthly open, which right now is in profit. And so really my whole goal for this, I'll go ahead and tell you like what I think, right? Besides basically selling whenever we breach this red line, if we do, um, and then closing it out in profit. Essentially, I'm waiting for it to come back down to the volume weighted average price. At that point, I will have 25% of my position sold. Then when we hit this daily weekly open, I'll sell 
50% of my position will be sold at that point. And then I will, there will be 75% when we retest the bottom of this line. And so if you basically look at that, let's go look at the four hours so you can see more. So and I don't so think that's a bad idea. If you go to somebody on the streets, like you said, Josh, in our last live stream, and you say, hey, I just took a long position on Bitcoin inside of a bear market on a three-day weekend, they would look at you like you're crazy, right? I mean, it's one of the most yeah. craziest. I mean, it's like you're asking to get liquidated. So taking a short position in a bear market on a three-day weekend, I don't think is a bad idea. That's why I love the fact that I personally did it. I took the long. I may have went short if I had the opportunity to do so, but man, you were up early for this short position. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always wake up early at like four in the morning and just check my phone to check the, uh, you know, the charts because usually the best entries are somewhere around there. But but I just saw we were getting rejected. Now not only are we getting rejected, so by the way, I'll be I'll only have twenty five percent of my shorts still in by the time we hit this line. And if we breach this line further, then that's when we're going to see a lot more downside. Edward said it's cool that you're using strong. market cipher. But what I'm saying is, look, we could, I mean, I don't even really look too much at these indicators. It's really market structure, volume, and overall trend. I don't like, I really don't even look that much nowadays at indicators, but I just like to have them up just in case. I've got like eight different indicators over here. So we can take a look at here in a second, but indicators are the least important. So really the whole thing is like, if we, if we breach this lower line right here, at as, the asymmetrical triangle, then our next target is 17,500, right? And then from there, we also have a big support line down here at 14,000. So this is on the four hour chart. So I want you guys to see kind of what this, how this kind of looks, right? Now, another reason why I'm in this position is because, you know, we keep printing higher or basically lower highs, right? So we have this, this high right here and look at that wick. Sometimes you can just tell the top or at least the local top, right? You can just tell because it just, literally wicks right up and then gets rejected, right? Same thing here, wicked up to the monthly open, got rejected, did it again, lower high, lower high, lower high, you know? Um, until we reach, as long as we respect this red line going down, which is just simple classical, classic technical analysis, then I'm going to hold the short position. Like I said, the volume weighted average price, that's where I'm gonna sell 25%, 50% here at the daily weekly op the open, I'll have 75% sold here. And let the, the rest of the 25% ride and then put my stop loss to break even or even, um, you know, basically in profit. And then I would just ride that 25% all the way down to the next targets, right? So that's essentially what I'm doing. And, uh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention too is like, you can just tell right here when we wicked all the way back up here, you can just tell by the wick formation and the bottom on the four hour the body of the candle starts right here under 20,000 minus the wick. So obviously this 20,000 range is like, and I know I have it a little over 20,000. There's a reason for that because that's just happens to be where the most long-term confluence is, is exactly at that range. But you can tell even on the short term, look at this confluence here and we wicked and touched it here. And we're just consistently, even on the four hour, we're consistently making lower highs, lower highs, lower highs. Now we could, now here's something I do want to say. This is why my stop losses pretty much, you know, very, very close to my entry. Because in this specific, it's just very uncertain. You know, if you're trading these uncertain times, it's like Naeem always says too, you wanna to be taking base hits. So the cool thing is though, is um, is basically, yeah, as long the trend is your friend till the end, right? Until she decides to dump. So that's kind of our saying. I love it, so man. It's all about this time.
Yeah, no, it's it's all about base hits, and uh, and I think it's very clear right now that if we are going to be continuing inside of this downtrend, then we are certainly forming a lower high right now, and this was clearly one of the lower highs, and then we had a lower high here, and then obviously these highs that came in at 22 and 23,000 are some of the higher, you know, lower highs that are on the uh, chart in this inside of this market structure. And, uh, and so I think one thing we could look at right now is volume and, and just kind of talk about what type of volume we're seeing, you know, on the smaller time frames, I will say that when we did come down, we had a lot of sell pressure, we haven't seen buy pressure equate to that. And so right now we are seeing a pump, but it's on very low buy volume. So I think that uh, this monthly open is going to serve as a resistance. If we get above that monthly open sitting right around 20,000 at the break even, then there's a high chance we could come and test 21,000 US dollars. Now, I think the significance of 21,000 right now is the fact that we have the previous weekly open there and the market structural resistance. And so we know that's a very important level. And it would also have to invalidate this recent lower high in order for us to come and test that level. So the first confirmation of that is getting hourly and four hour candles above that monthly open at 20,000 and then getting to 21,000. Bitcoin could easily see a nice spike all the way up to 24,000 because just based on the market structure, if this broke out, it puts us in a position to test the 50 day moving average, which is actually at 26,000. So here's what the most bullish case is going to be. This doesn't mean we're not seeing 10,000. Somebody in the comments the other day said, man, Bitcoin's going to 10,000. Yeah, it could go to 10,000. But what if that happens in December? What if that doesn't happen yet and bitcoin gets to the 50 day holds 24,000 comes up to fill the CME gap at 28,000 and then maybe over the next few months it sells off to then eventually see a final capitulation around the end of the year where we come and we see 10,000 US dollars that's on the table well if this is going to happen then you sure as hell want to be getting in now under 20K because if it's going to spend a lot of time above 20K, specifically 24K for the next few months, then the best positions to have are below 20K. So, you know, I'm not saying it ain't going to see 10,000, but what I am saying is it could very well fill the gap here at 28,000 for that CME gap before we see anything less. And, and you know, 10,000 come even next year, maybe it might take some time. And so we can't just sit here and say, OK, you know, just because it's justified for Bitcoin to come to 10,000 to see the full 85 percent bear market correction, it's not just going to happen in a straight line. Nothing happens in a straight line in the markets. Right. And so we could expect a relief rally on the way there. And so I think that's what I'm betting on. That's why I was confident entering into a long position here for those on the discord. You know, we are inside of a long position. I have my entry at 19,233 and. I sent out this position at 19,480, already hitting two profit targets. We're waiting for a nice break above 20,000, which we may or may not get in the immediate short term. There's still a possibility that we can come back down to the symmetrical triangle support, get faked out, even break below the recent lows here, because we've seen Bitcoin do that in its temporary bottoms in the past. We've seen it time and time again, where Bitcoin looks like it's ready for a reversal. And then it still fails and will break all lows that were formed to clear out any leverage that came in before it sees the true reversal. So we've seen it happen time and time again that Bitcoin decides 
to still come back down. So in a bear market, it's never a bad idea to take short positions. As a matter of fact, that's one of the rules to follow the major trend and the major trend right now is down. But that also has to, uh, you know, you still have to keep in mind that there are opportunities for long positions as well. So um, anyways, Josh and I don't want to be on too long uh, because it's 4th of July and it's not really about us. It's more about you guys. We want you guys to enjoy your time with your friends and family. And so we we want to just give you the most important information today. Um, And and so let's see. um, Edward says the pie cycle bottom indicator should cross next week. Refot says we're in the best buying opportunity of our lives right now. Been dollar cost averaging into Maddox, Solana, FTM1, and who knew? Nice. Um, somebody's talking about a relief rally to 260,000. I don't know about that. Inverse Adam and Eve part target is just below the previous level of 17,000. So, anyways, um, yeah, other there than. Is something I did want to say, too, whenever you're done. No, go ahead, bro. Share your screen if you want. All right, cool. Yeah, so I just wanted to show this bearish divergence forming on the one hour now, um, along with maybe a few other things. So, so basically, you know, I've got my RSI pulled up right here at the bottom. You know, what we're seeing right now is, uh, like I said, I'm not concerned. Like a lot of people, when they're shorting, they get faked out by some of these mini pumps because you are going to see mini pumps on the way down. But like I said, that's why this red line is here. I don't care how much it pumps, as long as it doesn't break above this red line. <laughs> I tore it open because, and by the way, Naeem and I like are usually always in the same position. You know, this is the first time that we're usually, you know, not in the same position. But but it's not like he went short at a certain point and I went long at the same point. We both have different entries, so it's just because I missed. I already closed out my long in profit. So what am I going to do? Open up a long twenty thousand? You know, it's like. That wouldn't have been a good idea, right? So I, I pretty much had to short. Um, but here's the thing, is that we're forming bearish divergence, right? And so so let me go ahead and pull this up on the one hour so you guys can see this. So if you actually come right here, I'm going to draw a line from right here to right here. And we'll go ahead and make this white so it's easier to see. So... Just draw it like that so you can see it better. So anyway, we're going up right here, but on the RSI, as you can see, we're forming bearish divergence, which means very, that very bearish divergence uh, coming along. Yeah. So, so basically, it's we went from, you know, we're going up in terms of price, but however, we're going down in terms of relative strength, and that's why. You know, it, it keeps trying to pump, but it just not only can it not even reach, you know, twenty thousand right now, which it's tried several times, but it it just can continue to struggle. As you can see on this one hour chart, it's struggling to even touch the damn red line, let alone twenty thousand. Um, in addition to, you know, <laughs> forming bearish divergence, right? <laughs> like, but here's the thing, in an uptrend, and I'm glad we're talking about this because Naeem and I talk about it all the time. In an uptrend, you have to be careful about bearish divergence because sometimes even though you may have it it may not mean much so is there a possibility you know um i get wrecked on this trade i mean i don't think so because i can just close it in profit as soon as it's you know breaches this red line but that's why you always want to be careful about where you enter and where you exit you know like not just exit but your stop loss right so it's okay to have a tight stop loss if you do it at the right moment 
And you don't always have to dollar cost average into a position. Sometimes that can be very risky because then you have to commit to that position as opposed to maybe getting in and maybe your analysis will correct so you, you get out on a tight stop loss. Um, you know, the whole thing is like, sometimes I'd rather lose a little than lose a lot, right? So I don't, as much nowadays, I don't average into positions unless I plan on holding it for a while. Um, for, for like day trading stuff, I just waited for the monthly open, you know, took a short stop loss right here. It's like literally right above the weekly open, it's red dotted line. So I'm not risking much, you know, I could even theoretically use high leverage in a large percentage of my account. It doesn't matter because I've timed it in such a way where literally my stop loss is so close, but it has a very low likelihood of getting hit, at least for a while. So so I'm still bullish, just so you guys know, like I'm as bullish as anybody on Bitcoin, but I'm just waiting for it to come back down here to this white line so that I can long it again. But the safest thing to do is wait for a breakout or a breakdown. You were the reason I took a long at the support of this metrical triangle because you mentioned that I wanted to take a long at 20 and I did get in at 20 and then I closed that in profits because you said, hey, there's a chance we test the support of the symmetrical triangle now that we have a symmetrical triangle. And so I appreciate you mentioning that, Josh. Vincent says, Naeem and Joshua, great analysis. Keep up the good work and the likes will follow. You rock. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you. I appreciate it. And so so on the on this bearish divergence, another thing I'm looking at is this line right here on the RSI indicator. Because I know that even though we are having this little pump, as you can see, it just quick. So chances are it's going to lose strength. Um, because that's what that's what the indicator is saying. It's saying it's losing strength right now. And so as long as we continue to respect not just this red line up here on the chart, um, I guess that what I can do is turn this red too, um, just so we can kind of see it better. Let's do this. Oh, that's too light. Okay. So the whole thing is, guys, is that as long as we continue to respect this line too, then I'm going to keep the trade open. Even if it does pump above the red line, I may just, you know, close it at, at break even. It just doesn't really matter. But the whole thing is, is that that's something to, to keep your eye on. In fact, we are pumping right now. So I might have to get out of break even. <laughs> like yeah. I said, you never know. You always got to have a tight stop. But so far, we are respecting it on the, on the RSI. So well, I'll let you get to your. Uh... Yeah, I'll, no, no, no. I'll just close it out at break even. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, man. Here's my opinion why I'm in a long right now. It's the fact that um, equity markets closed above their monthly open, quite significantly above the monthly open. So, you know, the abnormal behavior would be for Bitcoin to do anything but that. Anything below 20,000 is abnormal for Bitcoin right now. So that's my opinion. Um, that's why I think that, you know, it may have been smart to take your short here and, you know, take some profits off the table. I think you were at 20% profits at one point, unless you already took profits. Um, uh, but, you know, I think in the more macro, you know, when we're not talking about the hourly time frame, we're talking about the six hour and the 12 hour time frame. Um, I think, you know, I, I think Bitcoin's more likely to, to spend some time up here above 20,000. And once equity markets open up, if we can open up strong and see some fulfillment of that bullish MACD crossover on the S&P 500, then I think there's certainly a possibility that we can even see a further breakout. So um, if the equity markets close or open up and close doing the opposite where they start to fall, uh, then maybe this is an opportunity to short here. So we'll see what happens. Happy Independence Day, everyone. I know, Josh, you have something to do here on your trade. We're seeing some price I'm, action. I'm, actually, I'm just going to leave it open. Like, I guess uh, 
I guess let me just share one last thing. Uh, it's just the thing is, it's like, I'll go ahead and start sharing. But uh, the thing is, is that whatever, it's called flipping, right? It's when previous support becomes resistance and vice versa. Previous resistance becomes support. So what I've done is, you know, I'm still going to leave this trade open because it's, you know, 20,000 is such a huge level that it either is going to test it as support or it is going to test it as resistance. And the fact that we wicked above here and the candle didn't close, like I'm just going to leave it open because as you can see, we're still, even with this recent little pump, we're still making lower highs. Um, lower high, lower high, lower high. And it just, it really has trouble getting above 20,000 right now. As you can see by the bearish divergence on the, uh, on the chart. So me personally, you know, I'm just going to leave it open. Um, and yeah, and even if even if I get stopped out, it's a very tight stop. I'm not going to be losing much, or it'll just be breaking, right? So that's the scenario. Like if you're ever in a trade where they said there's only five possible, this is a great thing to end on too as well. They say there's only five possible outcomes of a trade, right? There's only five possible outcomes. You either have a small win, you have a small loss, you break even, or you have a big win or you have a big loss. As long as you eliminate number five, right? Eliminate number five out of the equation entirely, you're going to be massively ahead of where you would be, you know, in your training. Dude, I love that, man. Could you say that one more time, Josh? Yes, yeah, so you only have five possible outcomes of, of your trade. There's only five possible outcomes. Number one is a small win. Number two is a small loss. Number three is break even. Number four is a big win. And number five is a big loss. So as long as you eliminate number five completely, then you will be light years ahead of everyone else in trading. And so that's why I never enter a trade where I have a loose stop loss. You know, I, like, I time it correctly. Like right now I entered at 20,000. My stop loss is directly above 20,000 right here. So like, do I really care if it gets, if it hits my stop loss? The answer is no, not really. Um, so I'm going to hold the trade open. Not to say that it won't turn bullish. It probably will turn bullish. Who knows? You know, they, they always try to clear out the shorts before dropping down further. And they always try to clear out the longs before going up further. So a hundred percent. So you always got to be prepared to catch a break. If you guys want more of that wisdom, Joshua's YouTube channel link is in the description. Make sure to subscribe to his channel. We want to get him to a thousand subscribers. And I will wrap up with this four-dimensional analysis. So the theorem in a Bitcoin chart is holding 53,500 Satoshis strong. Why is this important? Because altcoins will follow Ethereum. Ethereum goes first. It's a leading indicator. The fact that we're holding 53,500 Satoshis justifies that a bullish case is certainly on the table. There is a bullish scenario that is likely. If we were showing weakness, then that would be off the table, but we're showing strength there. And Bitcoin dominance also looks extremely weak, which is a positive thing because we know in a bull market, like what happened in 2020, what did Bitcoin dominance do? It continued to fall. So when you're seeing Bitcoin dominance fall in any bull market, Bitcoin dominance coming down is a very positive thing. And so even in a bear market, when it's coming down, it's actually a positive thing because it shows that capital is moving into altcoins, showing confidence in other parts of the cryptocurrency market, not just in Bitcoin, which is the storage of value. 
And it's just the same way with, in, you know, equities with gold. If gold starts to move up, it shows fear. But when gold is just neutral or it's trending down, it shows that investors and institutions are more risk on. And so the four-dimensional revolving parts are looking good. Futures markets are really the only thing open right now. Uh, I'll mention this. Japan is up 0.8%. China and Europe, they're both up right now. Not significantly, but they're not down. That's a great thing. And so that's quite positive for the American Open coming up here. The DXY. the DXY is very bullish. I would say that it's uh, still a very bearish puzzle piece for Bitcoin. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely have to continue monitoring the DXY as we start to see the markets open up. But the DXY is still bullish. I mean, it is in price discovery. We cannot deny that. And it's breaking 20-year highs. And so we have to expect this to want to continue further up. And until the DXY stops moving up, you know, it's very unlikely that we're going to find the ultimate bottom. But, you know, it doesn't mean it's, we're not going to be seeing relief rallies on the way. Like I said, even though Bitcoin could potentially come down to 10,000, it could happen in December. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow or overnight. You know, what if we bounce to 28? We stay up here for a bit before we start to stair step our way down again you know those are all scenarios that are on the table um what i'll say though is so far inside of the symmetrical triangle if we can get a breakout above twenty-one thousand, that's going to be a very positive sign celsius already lowered their liquidation price all the way down to eight thousand, and so you know we can kind of take that off the table that a bad actor is trying to liquidate celsius because it's going to take a lot for that to happen at this point maybe a little bit too much to happen, right? So that, you know, fundamental uh, news, I think was very good to see today. So with that, I, I honestly have to go. Um, it's 4th of July. And uh, I appreciate each and every one of you tuned in to the Sniper channel. Thank you all for being on our live chat today. Thank you so much, Josh, for being with us as well. Uh, we always appreciate your thoughts here on the Sniper's channel. And uh, do you have anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap this baby up? I think your mic is muted. Yeah, it was on, it was on mute. But no, that's about it. I appreciate everything. And, uh, you know, I think that if we do get a break above 20,000, which is very, very possible, you know, if you are shorting, that's where your stop loss needs to be. And, you know, you may want to even consider based off volume. You know, I don't know. I think taking a long might be a little bit too risky at 20,000. But I do think that if there's a breakout above the pattern, then it, it would be worth taking a long for sure. If you're not already in Absolutely. A break of 21,000. That's a so we'll, very strong confirmation. And we'll keep an eye on uh, on the DXY. It does look like it's doing well. Which, uh, you know, it would be interesting if the DXY pumps and Bitcoin pumps. That'd be a decorrelation in and of itself. It's happened before. So we'll I see. I, just, I haven't had any food today. I'm going to go... Uh, break my fasts. Thank you guys for tuning in to the channel. Enjoy your Independence Day with your friends and family. We want to make sure that we brought the most important information to you guys. And I will see you guys next time. Snipers.